Hawking once posed this question. If time travel is possible, where are the tourists from the future? For this episode, I wanted to pose a similar question. What if we could be those tourists? And what kind of shenanigans would we get into if we could travel to any time period imaginable? Thank you for listening to Weird Appalachia. I'm Erin. I'm Jess. I think I'm Lizzie. <laughs> might be. <laughs> might be. Who knows who you We all feel weird today, so. So today we're going to talk about, and this is a really strange topic, but I just wanted to do it first for the hell of it. What we would do, where we would go, if we could time travel anywhere, mm-hmm. anytime. What kind of weird shit would we get into? Yeah, even Hicks wanted to time travel. So... Let's talk about time travel itself for just a second. Mm-hmm. Let's get a little nerdy. Okay. In the event that we could time travel. Yeah. Do we think that you're a spectator? Or do you think that it's more like if it was a time you were alive, you would be like your young self again? Or do you think you could see your young self as a spectator and interact or not interact? Well, if time's like anything... So, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, if time's like anything else, and it's relative to the observer, mm-hmm. so even though you go back in time, you going back in time is actually still your future, right? Yes. It's just, you know, okay. universe is just rearranged, and it looks like it did in the past. Mm-hmm. But it's still your future, because linearly to you, what you just did was still your past. Yeah. And then but you're experiencing the it in your mm-hmm. present. This is the thing that really fucks me up about Doctor Who. The timeline. <laughs> I get a little sick to my stomach trying to keep up sometimes. <laughs> well, like they talk about how, well, if you go back in time and you do this, it might change the future. Well, not really, because when you went back in time, it was still your future. And when it changed the future, it just changed the future some more. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think everybody is... Everybody's a little weirded out by that, kind of like, you know, like if you step on a butterfly, what is that? Yeah, like that old story. Yeah. Well, here's where I come from. I'm a yogi. Mm-hmm. Time's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap your head around that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. I'm an observer so, right now. I'm just trying to learn. Personally, I think that story we read in like high school about the dude, all those people going back and, and uh, hunting dinosaurs and one dude stepped on a butterfly and changed reality completely. Yeah. That might have scarred us a little bit because I would much rather just be a spectator and just kind of be like an omniscient person walking around. No one can see me, but I can just watch everything. So you just want to watch history on a theater. But here's the the thing, though. Like, even if if you want to be an observer, sometimes even observers obstruct other people. You know, like you you could be walking down the road and notice somebody getting ready to get hit by a car and save that person. So what did you change there? No, because no, no, that's I'm an automatic reaction. I'm just a ghost. I'm just... Like nobody can see you or nothing? see me. No can I mean, so you're like the ghost of Christmas. I'm selfish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like that. Go I just let stuff. all that stuff go. Like I would just like to maybe like ride a T-Rex. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say I, there's not... there's. It's not that there's not things I would want to interact with. But in my head I'd be like, I don't want to fuck everything up. I don't want to mess up the future. See, that's the thing, like, uh, though you don't know what you would do. Because, True. like, if you're there, and especially to yourself, because there's things 
that I would like to give myself as a younger me because I didn't have it then and yeah. it would change my outlook on life but would a little though? bit sooner than what I'd, I'd like it now. But would it though? Because you didn't get that experience of learning it. You just gave it to yourself. You know what I mean? I get it. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, that's why you don't know if you would do those things just because I did go back in time and I gave myself a little bit more confidence in myself than what I had. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have been so reliant on certain people. And so those people probably wouldn't have been in my life. And even the course of me having children the way that I did at 17. Yeah. Probably would not have happened. Yeah. You know. I mean, one of the first things I would do if I was like time travel and interact with people would be go back see loved ones I've lost, that would be an obvious one. It would be a very selfish one. I would just want to experience people again that I've lost. That would be, like, number one. Well, that's a very natural purpose because everybody wants to see somebody that's passed. What about you, Izzy? What's number one? What would be the first thing you could do? You just got your time machine. You just learned how to Mine's use it. a little bit different. <laughs> you just learned... You just read through all the instructions, got your factory warranty all set in place. <laughs> so, I, I may have talked on some podcasts before. So, I'm kind of a believer and I buy into like the whole ancient alien stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, you know, there's all kinds of stories from ancient Egypt of like the golden age. Which mm-hmm. is like, there's supposed to be gods and stuff living among mm-hmm. man. And it's like 10,000 is B.C.? That's where I want to go. go. (laughs) That's the first place you're going. 10,000 BC, Egypt. (laughs) Like, I want to go see these big nine and ten foot tall blue people that's supposed to be walking around. (laughs) That's hilarious. If you're going to do it, go big or go home, right? (laughs) Well, see, I I wrote ancient Egypt, too, you know, just because... We, I mean, we suspect certain things was built for reasons. Yeah, exactly. So, like, why, what's, what's the Sphinx and what does that mean? Well, here's my theory. I think those <laughs> things, I think this group of aliens lived on the Earth probably 20,000 years ago up to about oh 10, like 12,000 years ago. Something happened. They all left. I don't know why. Now, I know this sounds insane. Listen. Nothing, nothing you can say is going to rattle me, friend. Okay. Because I love you. But like <laughs> Krishna and Shiva and all these depictions of gods in India and all the depictions of hieroglyphics showing um, like the Egyptian gods, mm-hmm. they're all like big giant blue people. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to it. And I think all the pyramids around the world had a purpose. And I think I don't. I think the, the pyramids in Egypt are a lot older. Than what people think they are. And I think they were built like 12,000 BC. So I want to go back in time and just find out. Just just see if your theory's right. Yep. Jess wants to go for very different reasons, I'm guessing. What, me? No. I I put I wanted to watch the pyramids get built. So see? you don't know? Like, it says 2,500 BC is when I know, they were built. But so, I'm but telling like, you, if you go back that at that time, you're going to miss it. You're going to go back early. But I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, um, I even wrote down Babylon because just like, you know, they have uh, depictions mm, of... That's uh, a good one. That's one I, I, I should add that to my list. Well, yeah. see, that's why I put like, you know, you want to see the gardens and stuff like that. Their stone statues and stuff is depictions of things that you just want to know why. Well, the in ancient Babylon, like the Inuaki, or oh, I think I'm saying that right. Mm. No, you are. 
Um, no. <laughs> but like they hit, I forget where they found it, but there's like a list of all the rulers that lived in Mesopotamia, and like the newer ones have like normal rain periods, like. 50 years, 20 years, like a human would be yeah. a ruler. But the ones before that are like, three. this, this king ruled for 3,000 years. This king ruled for 6,000 years. Eh. Exactly. <laughs> I think they're aliens. That's That's... <laughs> and you know, just like, um, uh, I don't, I forget which one it is. I'm, I think it might be Babylon. But like, they show um, a stone carving of... Pretty much, it looks just like our astronaut suit. Yep. History makes me excited. Uh, I think we're I'm... hijacking this podcast and turning it into ancient alien podcast. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Well, it's I mean, I even wrote the Mayans down, so... <laughs> just because I want to see exactly what sac- sacrifices, you know, that they do. The mountain. <laughs> I'm just observing. That... I want to see exactly how okay. you kill people. Human just... sacrifice sites. That's what I wrote. Exactly the, got, the message got, that I wrote. I got two other ones that are okay. alien stuff too. In, in hopes that I don't become a human sacrifice. It's hard for me not to be historical because I get excited about... That's the kind of things that I want to see. It's real world things. Yeah. You know? See just, how we got to be how we are. Yeah. Just how like why, why did the Mayans disappear and what happened and... You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Like why civilization developed the way it did, how we yeah. got here. Yeah, you know, is there a really, uh, a place, a golden city? Yeah. So, you know. All of the things that I would do, aside from, you know, the obvious, go see loved ones, stuff like that. All the things that I would do are bizarre. Probably bizarre in comparison. <laughs> They're so different from everything you guys are talking about. The first thing, hmm? the absolute first thing I would do is I would go to the 1993 Video Music Awards red carpet because I want to see Kurt Cobain, all of Nirvana, Courtney Love with Frances Bean on her hip hanging out with fucking RuPaul on the red carpet. That is an awesome thing. I mean, that would be great for you. Yeah, You (laughs) don't see that? You love RuPaul. To me, I think all those things that are recorded, you can see it. That's... That stuff is so real. I want to, like... I like fantastical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, you know, like we were talking about Babylon, I, samurais. Who doesn't want to meet a real samurai? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to meet one. He would probably try to cut our heads off. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, just stuff like that, the way they, that stuff to me is so, even if you have to hide out in the woods and and watch, you know, you said observe. I'm, I'm trying to be observant. Just a bunch of pervy time travelers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, just to really see what a samurai looks like and what it, what he's doing and what you have to do and that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. I'm history nerd. I mean, it's not just the, the red carpet thing I'd want to see. I mean, I want to see all that interaction. I want to see RuPaul holding Kurt Cobain's kid. Because that happened. And it was actually the last the last VMAs that Kurt Cobain went to. Because he committed suicide like eight months later. But there was this moment between RuPaul and Milton Berle. That was like incredibly awkward to watch. Because RuPaul just reads Milton Berle to filth in front of the whole crowd. And says something along the lines of, Like you used to wear gowns, but now I guess you wear diapers. He was highly offended and was like, well, you want to ad-lib? Okay, let's ad-lib. But evidently, Milton Berle was like incredibly rude to RuPaul backstage before, before any of this happened. So, 
I would love to have seen that interaction. <laughs> what the hell did he say that pissed off RuPaul so much that she I called him out on stage? He's on talent. But going to that, you know, to me, it would be more important to be where Kurt Cobain committed suicide at the yeah. time he committed suicide. Because to me, that's somebody, I believe, that could have added more to the world yeah. had he not done that. I mean, it kind of goes back to that whole thing, and I've talked about it on the podcast before because we did a whole episode on mental health and uh, Vincent Van Gogh. But they did kind of address that in Doctor Who. You know, they bring mm-hmm. him to the future. They show him all the amazing things he does, and he still does the same thing. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in a way that some things are fate, and they're going to work out the way they're going to work out. Yeah. But I would almost like to be around to see what happened when Kurt Cobain did what he did because of all the strange theories. Yeah. About, did he do it? Did he not do it? Were there other people involved? See, that just goes back just to, to what we were saying. Like, just because you don't know what you don't know unless you're there to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. To me, that would be an interesting place to be at the time that that happened. Mm-hmm. More so than on the red carpet. Just yeah. because of who you, just his brain, you know, just to pick his brain for a second to see mm-hmm. truly how he talks and interacts with people on a personal yeah. level. One of, if, if it was a matter of I could go and talk to people from the past, one thing I'd love to do more than anything would be to go back and interview all of the influential people that matter to me. I'd want to talk to Kurt Cobain. I would want to talk to Vincent Van Gogh, all these artists, Frida Kahlo. Yes, that's one of mine. I wrote her down. All of these influential artists, musicians, and just get inside their head for a minute. See what made them tick. See what what they would have to say. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I would want to do if I could time travel. Wisey well, looks very unamused. Well, I mean, just like, mm, yep, the 90s. Mm. But <laughs> he's like, I like that. You did. But yeah, I but feel I mean, like I missed out on my decade a little bit because I love 90s culture so much. And I was a kid through all of the cool stuff. I was just a little kid. I didn't get to really enjoy it yeah. as it was happening. Well, I mean, I think that's understandable because, I, I mean, if it's a time period that you'd want to go back and see... To me, the 60s would be like the time mm-hmm. that I was like, should have been alive. <laughs> yeah. But wasn't, you know, to mm-hmm. experience that whole Woodstock culture. Yeah. Woodstock's one of my big ones, too. Because, like, Janis Joplin, ugh, I to me, is like, just, oh, just to sit down and talk to her would be, like, crazy to me. Yeah. Go to every freaking Woodstock. Even the one in the 90s where everyone tried to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as nice as everybody put it out to be. It was, it was about the same as it was, you know, like the 60s. But I don't think many people, I mean, they just didn't care. Mm. Yeah, it's probably too loaded to care, but like. I mean, I have Coco Chanel wrote down. That's one person I would like to meet and be like, trust me. Mm. I, it's not that I care for her beliefs. I care yeah. for her clothes. The fashion. Here for her artistry. Apparently, she used to party with, was it Roy Cohn and Donald Trump at the basement of Studio Fifty Four? Oh, that would have been a place to go to. Uh, yeah, yes. Studio Fifty Four, the basement yes. of Studio Fifty Four oh in the yes. private room. Oh my Apparently goodness! It was crazy. <laughs> Who remembers? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I wrote down Karl Marx. So yeah. I mean, even though it's heavy, Karl Marx is like a, mm-hmm. a big a big want to to see because, like, I think communism has went. In a, 
a route that he didn't ex- expect it well, to yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you read just read that manifesto, it sounds sounds great. That sounds great, but it didn't ever work. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem with that is because Karl Marx and I actually had to read all of his stuff. Yeah. It's like he's this academic mm-hmm. who just wrote a whole bunch of papers, and then these crazy mofo's over here got a hold of it and was like, "Let's do this with this," and mm-hmm. it went. Man but, ruins everything. Yeah. yeah. Mine's a little less pop culture-y. Um, That's okay. So, in, I don't know if you've ever heard of this place. It's called, and I'm probably butchering the name, Tenochtitlan. It is this ancient city in Mexico. So, I'm not really sure like when it was created, but this place was actually a legend to the Aztecs. So, it was like a legendary place to the Aztecs. It was already abandoned. There were mystical stories about it. And it was uncovered in the early 1900s like it's buried under the whole place like it was just hills and it was buried under like 12 feet of dirt the whole place and they Mm -hmm. uncovered it but the stories from the aztec legends say that this place was built by the gods whoever knows how many thousands of years ago Mm -hmm. and according to the stories it said some a, a giant flint knife fell out of the sky and the gods built this city and like in the city like there's um like a temple to the sun, temple to the moon. There's a temple to Kozakotl, and underneath it, it's like a whole bunch of like liquid mercury pits, which is kind of <laughs> like strange. So I would like to go to when that city was built <laughs> and see who actually built it, because I think it's ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta make a meme of photoshopping YZ on that guy going aliens. <laughs> <laughs> To me, it's interesting. Yeah. But it's like, why is there this big temple? And why did these, whoever built it, put like a big pit of liquid mercury under this big giant pyramid? Just right. <laughs> I can see YZ being like, like a detective for all the unknown mysteries in the world. <laughs> Almost like Doctor Who, but not like helping anybody, just like getting the information of all the things he wants to know. <laughs> I mean, I just think it'd be kind of funny, like... Here, let's say that aliens are the ones that built it, like the crash landed or something, built this city. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I come back in time and here's this big, fat, white, bald man running around going, they're real! There's <laughs> 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 like... But what are you going to do if you time travel and it's not aliens? Well, someone built it. See, that's the thing. No, like, this place was ancient to the Aztecs. Yeah. Like, it was like this lost city to the Aztecs. Yeah. Which is, like, ancient in and of itself. So it's like, who were these people? And why did they put a big pit of, like, liquid mercury under this temple? And, yeah. and see, and it's like, what you're talking about, like, the depictions of people that look like astronauts. Like, yeah. the picture of, like, the depiction of Kozakoto on one of the pyramids, it looks like a dude wearing a space hat. And then has yeah. feathers all over his body. What if, because this is what mine screws me, like, what if this is depictions of time travelers and they've gotten stuck in time? You know, I've thought about that. Actually, I've also thought, instead of ancient aliens, like all these ancient civilizations that uh-huh. were supposed to be advanced, we actually, in the future, screw the world up so bad, like the whole population just goes back in time and starts over. Oh my god. <laughs> That is a mind trip. <laughs> I know. That's, you know, just because of, um, and we've, we've learned from the past finally, and we've decided not to do technology, and we just started. Well, I don't know. According to the stories, like, if, if that's what Atlantis is, 
is like the future people go back in time mm -hmm. and they create like this super advanced society and it's what we know as Atlantis. They still kind of pull themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's actually really interesting yeah. because someone I know told me that, and then her mother was like this really sweet. I would have never thought she was a conspiracy theorist like this. <laughs> but she's, it's not time traveling, but it's very similar. She's under the impression that mankind keeps getting too close to something and destroyed for it every time. Because so many times throughout history, there have been civilizations that got super advanced and then they fall. Yep. So maybe there's something we're not supposed to know. <laughs> it's aliens. I think the moon's hollow and it's aliens that are watching us. <laughs> we're like an experiment. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's I mean, well, no, it's like that's part of the, like the Anaki in in ancient um, uh, Mesopotamia. They supposedly they created man to be their servants. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Think about <laughs> it. <laughs> it could just be a genetic experiment. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Yes, what's something you want to do? Um, mine. Okay, so just. To Keep Chris going on his tangent. Mm, mm, mm. Am I the only one here that just wants to be <laughs> like, I just want to go back to the 90s. Y'all are crazy. I just want to go back to the good old days. Y'all just, I, I know. I want to go back and meet Buddha. That's my biggest, that's one of my biggest things because I want to pick Buddha's head. That's yeah. actually one of mine too. <laughs> I wanted, about it for a second. I wanted to go back in time and listen to Buddha's first sermon. Yes. It, yeah. I, but I couldn't really pin down the location. It says Deer Forest, and some places online said it was at Benares, which that's I want actually want. I go. just got the time period, and it's like 600 BC. Yeah. So yeah. I want to go listen to Buddha give a sermon. Yeah, I would do that. See, yeah. that's sort of normal. That's less crazy. Yeah. I to me, that's. <laughs> It's very what kind of crazy things you want to do? Things Chris, that are influenced, you know, that's influenced people through history that uh -huh. still influence people through history. That's yeah. what really gets me. That's why I even wrote down the crucifixion of Jesus Christ because a really big thing in history that nobody really, either you believe it or you don't. And to me, like, the crucifixion can explain a lot just because, you know, what happened after the crucifixion. So if you wait around a couple days... Did he raise out of the grave? Did people see him fly into the air? You know, mm -hmm. did the church crumble, you know, right after the crucifixion? Right. Was and it stuff like that, you know, that can, like, concrete evidence to yourself yeah. that this is what, exactly what happened and this is, you know, you don't yeah. have to be around for the whole time that Jesus was there. You could just watch that one thing for three days and see how it plays out. So if you're in your... Uh, your time machine is it? I wonder if it'd be like Futurama where you can just like speed through, fast forward through it. If you don't want to stand there for three days, just fast forward through it, see what happens. So it'd be like the time traveler, the ball where you can just watch everything pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome, kind of, you know. Yeah. But then you run the risk of screwing the stick up and breaking it and going so far. Beyond yeah, doing like Futurama and having to reset like five times to yeah. get back to where you're supposed to be. <laughs> Just live through it all again. Oh, God. When do we pass it again? Damn it. See, I would actually like to go back and listen to Jesus do Sermon on the Mount. Of course, now that I say that, I hope I can take Google Translator with me because I don't speak Hebrew. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? 
Why, why did I think we could just time travel to any point well, and I mean, just be like, okay, we know what's going on. Okay, well, like, <laughs> so if we can time travel, let's hope there's a device that you can, you know, mm-hmm. listen to and you can just, mm-hmm. not just Google Translator, but just like you can put it on yourself and you automatically know that language. It's Google Translator model 11 point whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just that fish thing from Hitchhiker's Guy that you stick in your ear. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it translates everything for you. It's never an issue. Yeah, that that would be a good thing. Because by then, most of us will have chips anyway. (laughs) It's probably completely dorky. And, I I mean, I'm very interested in all these things you guys are talking about. And if I was along for the ride, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's go see Buddha. Mm -hmm. But the things that come to mind for me are so mundane and probably boring to everyone listening and you guys. I don't think yours is boring because everybody has got their own experiences and what makes them unique. So, One thing that I really would want to do, I would want to go through every major decade Mm -hmm. and just experience a day. See what the packaging on shelves look like. Watch the commercials. Watch the television shows. Listen to the radio in every major decade. And just see what daily life is like and how much it changes. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be really interesting. Especially like the contrast of what it would be like to be in the 20s. Yeah. Be in the 50s. Be in the 70s. Up till now. And just in one day go through... And live maybe like an hour in each decade and see how much it changes and how progressively crazy it gets. Yeah. Because everything still likes now. Nobody gives a shit. But back in like the 50s, a husband and wife couldn't share a bed on TV. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, that is, that's very interesting. I know. (laughs) Chris is like, "Mm." (laughs) And, and I have this strange strange want to take someone from the maybe the 50s because that's where I'm thinking of like 50s housewives and everything's just so so and you don't talk about taboo things and then bring them to 2019 so you're the reason all those stories about alien abductions came into place (laughs) (laughs) I want to see a 50s housewives reaction to like an S&M party in 2019 Oh See, that's, I've, all the stories of ancient aliens are just a whole bunch of errands just going back in time messing with stuff. <laughs> I want to see how you'd react to this. But wouldn't it even be even neater to take somebody that fought for, you know, women's rights or something and bring her to now? Yeah, to see and how far it's come. And then show her the women's rights march of now and get her perspective on of course, what's yes. going on now. Yes. Because to me, a lot of... Uh, and. This is just my personal opinion. People can get on me if they want to. Um, you know, a lot of the things that we we say that we fight about is very mundane compared to what they fought for. Yeah. Yeah. Because the world's changed so much since yeah. then. I mean, they still, like, flash their vaginas at people. But, you know, we've yeah. come a little bit further than that. We just have <laughs> pussy hats, so... <laughs> Uh, I would actually really like to go and see the beginnings of the Stonewall riots. And that would be cool. Yeah, I, be I, I'd go with you for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I would, would yeah. you throw a brick? I'd throw a brick. Yeah, <laughs> bust him right in the face. There's a, I, I, evidently it's a rumor that Marsha P. Johnson, famous drag queen, mm. threw the first mm. brick. She says it's not true. I'd kind of like to see that. Did yeah, that would be, be awesome to see. 
Yeah, I'd go with you. I'd probably end up getting killed, but I'd go with you. You go out with a bang. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> I don't know. I think you gotta fight for something. And maybe bringing someone like her into the future and seeing what it's like for gay rights now, uh, trans rights. That that could be really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would show them that what they're fighting for is. It made it's a, really difference. a difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, one thing that I would like to do. Well, I don't know if this is outside the parameters of your stipulation. I would actually like to go in the future and see how bad we screw things up. Yeah, that's like, absolutely in the parameters. Like the year three thousand. Let's yeah. let's see how bad we burn it to the ground. Wouldn't it be funny <laughs> though if you got there and it was like a utopia? I might stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so easy and mundane. Very mm. everybody wears white kind of thing. What about going back to the first day of the earth, the first day of creation, and then immediately to the last, to the end of time? Well. <laughs> to me, I don't want to know that. So that doesn't I interest do. me. I kind of do. I, I mean, the beginning know. of time, yeah, is interesting. But the last part of time, I think that should be a mystery to me. I don't know. I kind of want to know. But I have a morbid curiosity that plagues me. I would like, like the beginning. Now, when like the beginning of the existence. Yeah, I could be down with that. <laughs> I know you would. I know you would. But see, time's not real. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning and the end are at the same point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just out of a circle. A Doctor Who, where it's like time isn't linear. It's is it spherical? I think they think it's like a, a, a time is a sphere and not a line with fixed points. Do you believe in fixed points? That's that's something I'd like to know. Do you believe that in our timelines there are events that are going to happen and we can't change it no matter what? Like we can change some things. We can take a different route. But like if I'm going to have a car wreck on a certain day, I'm going to have that car wreck no matter where I'm at or how I try to change it. Yes. Um... I, I think that it's a yes, too, just because it goes back to the to my belief that if you're fated to do something, regardless of when and where, yeah, it's going to happen. Well, yeah. mine's more pragmatic. So here's, okay. here's, <laughs> here's the way I look at it. So the universe is basically like a computer program, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have a whole bunch of like raw energy, mm-hmm. matter, matter, energy, same thing, in a space... You have parameters that make it operate, do, you know, laws of interaction, matter, energy, all that stuff, gravity. Um, and at some point in the beginning, something, someone pressed start, pressed execute mm-hmm. to run this program. So each moment in time is determined by the moment right before it mm-hmm. and how the universe, however it was arranged. So if that's the case... Like, this moment right now was determined by the moment that preceded it mm-hmm. and so forth, all the way back to the beginning of time. So, if that's the case, isn't every moment already predestined into that computer program? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like you've played video games, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're playing a video game, and the way you're perceiving it is like you're playing this linear video game. Like, you're doing stuff, blah, blah, blah. But somewhere in the system files is all that information. Yeah. So it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yes. Like, yeah. depending on which thing you choose. Mm-hmm. Is like, what, here's what's your possibilities. But yet, you know, we make decisions based on all the stuff that's happened to us and all these experiences. So if those, that's, 
I mean, I know people will say, well, you know, I could have cho chose to done this, or I could have chose to done that, or chose to done that, but you didn't. Why yeah. didn't you? But that just goes back into not even just time travel. That goes back into like we're on Earth one, and then there's Earth two and three and four, and yeah. then yep. time warp. You know, not just time warp. Like how many decisions you make can split into a different. Yeah, year. I mean that's a theory already in place by a lot of people. Every decision you make splits off to an alternate timeline where you made the other decision. Yeah. And just because, you know, like just the people that we're around and the experience that we have, like if you believe in karma and you believe in like reincarnation, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Like what if you dream of your other self? Mm -hmm. It could be really interesting too for say people who are aware of past lives and stuff. Yeah. To maybe time travel and go see something like that. Mm -hmm. Like your old self in a different life. That's if that's your belief system. That's very interesting. And I've had very many past life dreams about different. One in particular where I'm in, I would say like uh, Joan of Arc kind of era kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, just reliving that same situation over and over and over again. And apparently... You know, some people believe if you have a birthmark somewhere, you know, that's either like where you've experienced an injury or an, a traumatic event that's happened to that part of your body. And that's why you still have that birthmark. Oh, yeah, okay. So, that's um, like I have a birthmark on my stomach and in the same past life dream, I always get stabbed in the stomach. Mm -hmm. So it's very weird. You know, actually in, in, in a lot of the yoga philosophies I read, that's actually supposed to be true. Yeah. Like birthmark scars or, or like any kind of thing on your body. Or like in a current life if you have some kind of physical ailment or so something. So what, what does this mean? Like I have a I have a fish, in, you know, like freckles that make like a, I don't know, I want to say it looks like a cheese cracker fish. It kind of does look like a goldfish cracker. It does. What was that? Could have been a, you know, stamp of some kind. I've never had any. Like it's supposed to be a possibility. Because I've even had my my guru talks about it all the time, but I've never been able to have any kind of experience to remember anything that's happened. Yeah, I've had all kinds of other crazy stuff happen to me, but not yeah. anything like that. And I mean, yeah. it all kind of depends on where your belief system falls too. But it would be incredibly empowering and amazing to just get the answers to like time travel, see how the world started. Was it the Big Bang? Was it God? What was it? I'm getting a little heavy for a second, but... Yeah. But that is, isn't that the reason why people want to time travel in the first place? Is Absolutely. Because we question our existence, so we need answers. We just want answers. And part of me... That makes part of me feel kind of bad, because I feel like a faith-based person... That's the way I was brought up. You walk by faith, <clears throat> not by sight. Yeah. Yeah. But if given the opportunity to seek it out, I would do it. I think anybody would do it. If even uh, the best Christian or Buddhist or whatever, if they had a chance to meet that person, Jesus, if you had the chance to meet Buddha, we would take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Just because not only if, just because we believe in this person in their um, belief and ideology, we, you know, we yeah. still have questions on what's true. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's one of the reasons I like being a yogi. I mean, I guess how you call me a yogi, I don't know. Like one of my guru's teachings is like, don't believe anything I say. Do the practices. 
have your own experiences because you yeah. only have one truth. There's only one truth in all of existence, and it is yours. The yeah. person behind your eyes. Someone else could tell you something mm-hmm. that's still not the truth. Your and truth. That, yeah, when that it goes back to you know just being yourself because you know nobody experiences life like you do. Your own experience is your own. I 100% fall behind that no matter what religion you are. At, growing up Christian, I, I grew up Baptist. So many pastors, I've heard them say themselves, you can ask me or you could ask any other pastor about one passage and we'll all have a different interpretation mm-hmm. interpretation of that passage. I feel like you should, everyone, every your own perception, everything, you got to just figure it out for yourself. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly believe that is the purpose of life. Mm. Your job is to live and gain experiences. Mm. Yeah. So from going from Baptist upbringings to, okay, it's bad. It's not bad. I don't think it's bad. I mean, I never really had a, which I had people that considered themselves Christians and we just never went to church. Yeah. So. But uh, going from me talking, <laughs> this might be a strange juxtaposition. Weird contrast, but me going from talking about my Baptist upbringing, one thing I really, really want to see is the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. I even forgot about that. That's a little morbid. I know. <laughs> but I just know. think, though, if they, if you've seen a witch survive. Ooh, what if there was a way to, to show all the churchy people that, you know, maybe witchcraft isn't so bad. Or maybe the thing that you think is witchcraft isn't. Or maybe... Aaron will be eventually drowned in a well, river somewhere. Maybe they might just kill me because they think I'm a witch. Yeah, where'd you come from? The future? No, you didn't. You were dragging you in the river. Witch! Someone tell the church. Well, on the lighter note, paganism. <laughs> <laughs> My, another one that I would like. I would like to go when Stonehenge was built and meet the druids and all that people because no one knows. Yeah, who built it? And, well, I mean, it still goes back to no one knows. Like, that would be like, did Noah's Ark really yeah. go that far? <laughs> I just, okay, I'm going to pitch, this is, I'm pitching the TV show idea right now. Mm-hmm. My name is Earl, meets Doctor Who, why is he a star? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a caramel list, it's a list of all the answers he's got to get throughout time. <laughs> be cool that would be cool I would watch that, totally. Watch it. You know, my mind wanders like, oh. What was this about, or what actually happened here? Like, there's some nights, like when I'm walking outside, I just stare up into the stars, and I just want to like, I wonder who's looking back at me right now. Yeah, I mean, if I could obtain those answers, I want them. But me right now, as a tiny little human on this big old planet, that's that scares the shit out of me. Like, I feel so tiny. I don't think my little my little brain can handle all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're just specks of dust. We are <laughs> dust in the wind. Well, I mean, everybody is afraid of uh, things. Once you find out, it's hard to go back from not knowing. Yeah, that's true. I've gotten to the point now where I've meditated so much. Like, I'm not afraid of anything. Like, I was talking to people I work with. I was like, I can't wait to die. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see what's on the other side. And they're just like... What's what <laughs> and that just goes back to to everything that we've talked about. Once you know answers, you shouldn't be afraid of that stuff yeah. because you know the answers and you know things that are going to go on or there's just a complete end. What if so. you get those answers and you just can't handle it? What if it's something so mind-blowing that it's just like, oh, I, I can't be in reality anymore? Mm, I'm not sure I am anyway, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> because today I was sitting, I was sitting at my desk, and I was like, "Does is nothing something? Does nothing exist? Because if we can quantify a nothing, then it's something, right? Yeah. Or you could just be like the Matrix, and that's what we live in. We live in the Matrix, and we see little glitches every now and then. That freaks I, me out. I actually think that might be a little bit possible. Uh, and then I have the story of the little stone house that me and Greg kept passing for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden it disappeared. And it was like this itty bitty stone thing as you, I don't know, like if you you don't live around here in Sayersville, there's a caution light and you either turn towards Paintsville or you go straight to Prestonsburg. So it's like right in that area. Yeah. And it was just like it just popped up out of the ground. It even had grass on top of it. And it was not big enough for anybody to fit in. And it just had this itty bitty door. And I looked at Greg and I went like, that's a hellscape. That's <laughs> demons. Have you ever heard of like the like quote unquote flat earthers? Yeah. Yes. That's basically sort of like they believe we're all stuck in like the Truman Show kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that goes back for your alien story of they're in the moon watching us. Same thing as Truman. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a very Truman That's thing. That's terrifying. There's a huge alien out there just watching us live life. It's like we're talking about all this stuff, but, like, you know, I'll see all that, like, the crazy right-wing conspiracy theory stuff that's, yeah. you know, spread across the internet anymore. And I'll be like, oh, my God, how could anyone believe any of that stuff? It sounds so crazy. There's aliens in the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Their conspiracies, uh, you know, just like ours, uh, probably to them are like, please, there was no such thing as Mayans. What if there is a big alien in the moon watching us poop, watching us have sex, watching us do everything we do? There's a big old alien civilization. That's where they all went to. That's why all these big nine foot tall blue people went to. (laughs) <laughs> they're in the moon. They're in the moon. Okay. Just, like crouch down in the moon because you know they're okay. pretty big people. I like like the flood was some big giant global disaster caused by whatever, mm-hmm. and whatever was that was caused them to evacuate the earth. Think about it. So you're saying that they're smart enough to be here and have civilizations and and then go to the moon, but they're not smart enough to make a boat. Or maybe maybe they it's a big. But social- it's a Noah's Ark. Maybe kind of thing. maybe it's more of just a big social experiment. Oh, these aliens create mm-hmm. create all this, and so they they stand back and watch it. And maybe they were even considering coming back at some point. Yeah, but mankind fucked it up so bad that they're like, we don't want no part of that. Well, <laughs> the, like the Book of Enoch talks about, like the Watchers coming back, mm-hmm. and they uh, came to Earth and intermingled with humans and this and that, and created the Nephilim or whatever. Um, here's what I think. I think. They weren't supposed to do that. Sort of like Star Trek has, like, um, the prime directive. Like, you're not supposed to interfere with planets yeah. and all this. Yeah. And then whoever those people's bosses were came in, destroyed everything, and then set a base up inside the moon to make sure we progressed and kept people from messing with us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, look... <laughs> What do they call it? It's a black aircraft that they see every now and then at NASA, and it's just hanging around the outside of Earth, and they always think that it's like aliens. It's like a... Watcher. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember but what But I can't called. remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. It looks like a black bomber. But yeah. can can our time machine only go back and forth in our planetary area, or can we, like, travel far away and see time 
from because I believe there's something else out there. Well, I do too. Yeah. What I if, just don't know where to go. What if we, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what if we could experience all that at every time, every point in time of another universe? Is it too heavy? No, I mean, I think it's interesting. It, I just need to live a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to take it off. But if you're a time traveler, you could just do it all in a week. I mean, yeah, but yeah, you ain't going to have enough time to, like, experience it. Process. Well, I think you could. I mean, well, if you're looking at it from that end, it's like, this is our lifespan. We yeah. get however much of a lifespan. You could pack as much time travel as you could into that lifespan. The time's... Whatever it is, time won't matter at that point because you'll be all over the place. But you have so many certain years that you're going to live. And once that's it, that's it. You're dead. Game over. We should get more lives. <laughs> she get a, little, a little green mushroom gives you another life. Yeah, I mean, I would be, a, I mean, obviously I'd be down for that. <laughs> if time is irrelevant, you know, then isn't our lifespan irrelevant because... Yeah, who says that we only have to live for this long? Well, I mean, just your, your body's going to give out at some point. But I mean, if you think about it, if you think of time as irrelevant, then your body is only aging because you think that you're aging. I don't know. I, they they actually addressed that a little bit in Doctor Who, to where it's like, you know, you keep living, your body keeps going, your metabolism is still working, you're aging, you will age, yeah, and come back to your present time after you've lived, you know, ten years. In another universe, come back and you will have aged. Yeah. So I think, you know, you will eventually die. You will age, you will die. I mean, but... Well, yeah, yeah, eventually. But, like, I've learned, it's like, you're you're not your body, you're not your mind. So, mm-hmm. you know, then the question is, like, who are you, blah, blah, blah. So I look at this as more like a machine. So yeah. if I could get this into something else... Yeah. <laughs> I refer to... Because I don't really read about, like theories and stuff all of my time travel knowledge comes from entertainment because <laughs> i'm a dumb american and i take in a lot of media yep <laughs> think about this for a second so what if we end up in like a back to f- back to the future scenario to where someone you're trying to help who's a family member is like romantically interested in you oh that's weird mm-hmm. It's incest in any time area. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, how do you how do you navigate that situation? But that was too much for Wazzy. There's an alien in the moon, but oh god, no. <laughs> not back to the future. <laughs> not that storyline. No. <laughs> I think you do you do exactly what um Marty did. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to think, no, this is this is my dad. Do we think that you would disappear if you're like, okay, so what if Marty's mom didn't get with a dad? Would Marty just disappear from existence? Well, for me, no, because like I was explaining earlier, it's like, even though you went back, even though you went to the past, that past is actually in your future. So, Or would it have to be like the thing on Futurama where... You know, if I, there, I don't, there would be a timeline in which he does not exist. Of course, yeah. there already did was a timeline he didn't exist. Yeah, I'm sorry to harp on the incestuous stuff so much, but <laughs> would it be like uh, the thing on Futurama where Fry was like, "Oh God, I've wiped myself from existence. I guess I better go have sex with my grandma." 
<laughs> I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think you would have to have that do that because, you know, like you could bring a doctor back that's... Because surely if we can time travel, there is genetics that can happen. Mm-hmm. And you can be like the alien probe. <laughs> impregnated right there (laughs) and just and they and then your mom could be crazy from there on out i got impregnated by an alien (laughs) but you wouldn't be you then you wouldn't be the same why wouldn't you be because you would still have the same dna (laughs) what i'm saying is if you're if you can do that then you can sequence your dna to be the exact thing that you are i don't know well this episode's Weird. Weird. It's weird as hell. <laughs> it's our finale. It's our season two finale, so why not? Let's make it weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's called Weird Appalachia. We're Appalachians talking about weird shit. That's right. Right? We're do, trying to brain fuck you right now. Yeah. Do we believe that? That sounds hot. <laughs> Let's establish this. We've not talked about this, and this is a really important thing in time travel. Do you avoid your old self? Do you avoid past you? Does a paradox no. happen? Does the world explode? What happens? What happens I think you never you know yourself? until you know. That sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a list from Wisey's My Name is Earl list. Let's see what happens. It's the list item right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but Save that wouldn't you end. rather take somebody back and then let them see their self as an experiment for yourself so that yeah. you wouldn't have nothing happen to you and you'd just be like, I don't like you. I'm going to take you. You're annoying. Yeah. Here, see yourself. What happened? Oh, he blew up. That will be the series finale of My Name is Wisey. <laughs> <laughs> Wisey sees his past self and everything blows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wisey moves to the moon. It got heavy. It got weird. It's supposed to be weird. It's time travel. So my, my thoughts... Of creating this episode was, oh, let's talk about all the weird, fun, little, stupid things we do if we could time travel. And it turned into, like, the meaning of life. (laughs) (laughs) One of the secrets to the universe. (laughs) You should have gave us parameters to stay in, like, I didn't want to give you parameters. I wanted to see how weird it would get. Well, I mean, you know I'm extra. Of course, I'm going to be like, 19th century. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's so. None of mine was like 19th century, except for the 1920s, and that was only because I wanted to see the fashion. Yeah. Thank you so much for sticking around for another whole season of Weird Appalachia. On behalf of everyone involved with the podcast, I want to send out a sincere thank you for every listen and all of the support. You guys have been so great. If you want to keep up with everything Weird Appalachia during our off season, just join the Facebook group. Search Weird Appalachia Podcast Group and hit join. We're wishing everyone a very happy holiday season. Keep Appalachia weird.